It's happening, dude. Hey, there, it, we yes. there we are. You're the first one today who's your da and understood it. <laughs> Everybody else has gone, what? And I've had to go, like, what's happening? Without the what? It's happening, dude. I got it. I get it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! You are listening to episode 236 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and uh, Sean, you... where'd you no. go? I can't, I can't see. Ugh. If I could find you now, things would get better. Right, when you're putting this out, auto-tune that, right, into the right key, for fuck's sake. <laughs> if you hadn't guessed by that terrible, terrible fucking uh, clue that Morgan tried to give you, this week's guests are William Ryan Key. Are we meant to call him full name? Does he go by full name now? He does, he, he goes by WRK as well. Does he? <laughs> oh, that's much better. WRK, work, work. This week's guests are work. And um, one of my favourite people from the Americas, Sean Mackin, the violinist, vocalist, unbelievable human. Um, yeah, Sean Mackin. Yes, Yellow Card are a band that means so much to me, and this is an episode I've wanted to do for the longest time. You told me you hated them. <laughs> Shh, that was that was <laughs> that was me hyped up on sugar at festivals, but. They broke up in 2017, released their final album, a tour, and it was all set in stone. They would never do this again. But after a call from Riot Fest, come back for the first time in five years, doing a bunch of shows and appearing at Slam Dunk Festival in the UK this past weekend. So obviously, we had to go and meet them in the flesh, in person, to have this conversation. What a band. They're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Ocean Avenue, an album that has inspired a generation of alternative emo and pop punk kids, and it's even been passed down by siblings and stuff like that, and I feel like there's a whole new audience for them at the same time, and it's just really exciting with everything going on, because not only are they back, but they're releasing new music. They have a new yeah. EP called Childhood Eyes, which is coming out on July the 7th, and they've released the first single, the title track from it. Right now, you can go and listen to it wherever you stream your music, available on Equal Vision. And this whole thing was just a beautiful connection and you're getting to see some old tour mates from back in the day. Yes. Um, just because you know, the blackout toured with Yellow Card in, I keep saying 2012 in this interview, I've gone back and I've realized I was bang wrong and it was 2013. So it's exactly 10 years since I last wow. saw him. So bit, let me set the scene. I was standing outside the press tent at um, Slam Dunk South, and then I had my back against a fence, but I didn't realize the fence that I had my back against was the one that leads through to the artist area. So, like, all the bands come through that portion of the fence. So I was facing into the press area, having a look about, and then all of a sudden I heard a, an American English voice come over my shoulder and go, so, still good looking? And we got our bands back together. <laughs> and I turned around, and there's Sean Mackin stood behind me, and I just fucking give him the biggest hug. And we started fucking chatting away. And it was like 
genuinely like we hadn't seen each other for a day. It was wow. nuts. There was no awkwardness. Because really, over the Slamdunk Festival, there was people who I am good friends with, I think, who straight up awkwardly didn't speak. To see Mackin and uh, Ryan, WRK, Andrew WRK, that's his new name, was fantastic. We got on like a fucking house on fire. We spent the time reminiscing. We carried on talking after it. If you go to our social media, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, well, not TikTok, but the other two, you will see a photo of myself, Morgan, and the boys, and I am smiling. I'm almost crying laughing because, yeah, we just started reminiscing and we talked about the tour we did. And when we took that yellow card tour, I'll be honest, when we took that yellow card tour, we didn't know if, number one, we'd get on with them because they're from, number one, they were much bigger than us, obviously. They'd completed music. They're a bit pop punky, and obviously the blackout are a mess, right? So there's no, there's no, we thought the pop punk and uh, the mess would clash, but we had such a fucking good time. And I just want to thank them for existing. All the boys in the blackout genuinely, genuinely, genuinely adore Yellow Card as people, as a band. And if it wasn't for them, I never would, well, I, I mean, I would have found out by now, but. They were the first band to ever put me onto Key and Peel. And if you wow. haven't seen the college football names sketch with Key and Peel, go and check that out after this pod, obviously after this podcast, not right now, and watch College Names and Substitute Teacher. Yellow Card, Sean Mackin put me onto them and it literally changed my world. When worlds collide, that's what that is. Who would have fucking thought the Blackout and Yellow Card get on? And I want to give a shout out to Slam Dunk as well for having us at the festival throughout the weekend and giving us such a nice space for us to do this conversation as one we've wanted to do for a while. And we should bring up the fact that uh, Mackin was so excited to see you, he even tweeted out on his own personal page, this is an at Sean Smith Sucks appreciation tweet. When I look into his eyes, I'm filled with inexplicable joy. I didn't think I'd ever see him again. Dot, dot, dot. So good to see you, brother. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Well, number one, the prick turned up late, the bastard. And then when he did, he sat down and like, I think you were asking William a question at one point. And Mackie was just looking at me and smiling and then just like started tapping me on my knee because he was so excited to see me. And as I was him, love him. This is fucking class. I hope we get to spend more time with him soon in the future. Um, I'm sad that I didn't get to see Ryan Mendez and Josh Portman as well, because like I said, we've got a lot of fucking love for those boys. So fucking happy they're doing it again. And to see them on stage, fucking beaming, because again, the appreciation they absolutely deserve was amazing. Yes, this is an absolute love fest. I no doubt throughout it. And we're going to talk about their reunion, what it means, what's next, this new music, the songwriting, the impact of Ocean Avenue, life outside of the band, and just some outrageous wild tour stories that you're going to laugh to throughout. Uh, follow us at Sapman Pod on Twitter and Instagram for updates on everything we do. And if you have any suggestions of future guests or episodes, and go support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin to get involved with a wonderful community of people who will become your new best friends and go to gigs and festivals with you for the rest of the summer. But without any further ado, this is episode 236 of Sapnin Podcast with the fucking icons that are yellow card. Sapnin! Sapnin! Strange to you, you swear. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Joining us at this time is the. Oh, how do we say this? How do we say (laughs) this? Like it's like former vocalist, but now vocalist again. Well, I was gonna say for another minute. Back, back, and better than ever. Ooh! I feel pretty good. <laughs> well, there you go then. Yes, this week as good as ever. That's I mean, is the mighty William Ryan Key of the fantastic Yellow Card. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, sir. It's very good to see you. Yes, yeah. it's been years. 2012, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You guys did a run in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. we didn't. You guys had to leave the tour, like a week or something in, because they got some huge offer in Australia. And they were like, you know what? We love you, but we're sharing a bus oh. right now in Europe, and we could be in Australia on the beach. And so I don't left. think I don't wow. think it happened all the way around. Wow! But we did have to go to Australia. Either way, I remember we that. were sharing a bus, and it was <laughs> wicked fun. Oh, like, we, awesome. were, we were <laughs> genuinely it was, we were partying. Um, it, was, it was genuinely one of my favorite tours. Yeah, yeah. There was a level of enjoyment that was yeah. really hanging high. out every day, just fucking, just chewing the fat, <laughs> fucking having a laugh, and <laughs> then. What was the first? Oh, I remember the first. I was set it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did, were they on the whole tour, or did they join later? I don't remember. I think they joined just for the maybe the EU shows. Yeah, okay. But yeah, they were on that tour. Yeah, that was one of their first ever tours. It was their first time on a bus ever. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because yeah, I remember. Um, they got shouted at one day. Well, you remember waking up and all of the food and water and everything was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah. But if you don't know, it's <laughs> yeah. the first time on a bus and there's food there, I guess, yeah, if you're hungry, you're going to eat it. But yeah. for all to be just for that it one. Was, it was, an, it was, a, it was, it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was, it was notable. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it went noticed <laughs> at, at a level. So, but you know, uh, I'm sure... All of us were like that when we were. I mean, what they were like twenty years old yeah, when they well, came. When they, that, yeah, they were. That, they were genuinely. Kids. They were kids. So I know they. Uh, yeah, you know, and they got full bellies and <laughs> nice, and, and turned into be a massive band. So I heard uh, tales of this of famous uh, football or soccer games between you. Your I mean, there was a lot of soccer going on. Yeah, yeah a lot, we, we brought a ball out. Yeah, yeah. we, we uh, always like. I guess like sort of the second time around when the band came back in 2011 after a couple years off, <laughs> we were doing Warp Tour every other summer and and uh, that was like our, our favorite thing to do on the road exercise wise was to like, so we would take, we would bring either, you know, just a little um, two footers, like yeah, the little, the little, the little pop ups yeah. or we went on Warp Tour, we brought six by six like framed goals what? that wow. we would set up and, and coordinate. I, it's funny, I was in my, my I, I never use WhatsApp uh, like you folks across the pond use everyone yeah. uses oh, WhatsApp, yeah. but I have it and like we we have it over here while we're here and um, I was like going through old I hadn't opened it in forever and I was just looking through like old chats like huh who would I talk to and there's a um, warp tour football like chat wow. that had like 50 people on the tour on it so that we could get games going in the afternoons yeah. wow um, oh, it was better a late than never they fucking left me on the gas <laughs> <laughs> he's here 
Is this thing on? It, it is. is. It crash, is. crash landing. Hey, sapping, dude. What did I miss? <laughs> and we were just talking about playing football with the blackout. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we've just been joined. It's audio only. As you can see, there's no cameras. So um, yeah, we've just been joined by uh, Sean Mackin as well of the fantastic yellow cards. Good day, everybody. <laughs> good, good, good. How, how have you been? Life is good. I got the uh, the dad flow haircut. Nice. Ooh. I have the dad flow family. <laughs> Just a bunch of dad life. That's it. Nice. He's, and, he's uh, dad and hard, dude. You guys want to know stuff? You just yeah. ask me. <laughs> I know all the answers. Oh, what's, cool. the, what's the meaning to life? Um, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Still working so, on that one. So here's the thing. It's a long one. It's a long answer. But yeah. If you don't want to have kids, <laughs> don't do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's that's the plan. But if you want kids, just know that your favorite thing to do, the effect of it creates kids. So just okay. get, just get, some people oh, don't know you, that. I thought you were some people say, don't know that. <laughs> I thought you were if say, it's your favorite thing. I thought you were say, you know your favorite thing to do? If you have kids, you'll never get to do that That's again. I, I was going to say, yeah. that is also, know that your favorite thing is not going to be their yeah. favorite thing. You know the so you're you not going to get to do you know that anymore. Cause and effect. Cause the kids effect. don't want to do them. But that's, yeah. That's what I know. But yeah, but yeah. It's, been, it's been a while. It's, um, yeah. In the words of Aaron Lewis and Stain, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, we were, we, I was saying last night that it is is eerie how casual it still feels. Uh, yeah, after this time away, because getting ready, we had a, a small little get together last night. Um, but it, it it felt it felt real. It felt good. So it was nice seeing nice. you today. Oh, seeing you. you guys, just just lovely. Yeah, yeah. Just back in the saddle, man. Nice, right yeah, and dirty. It, how was the first like get together and rehearsal after the time off? Was it did because yeah? Did it feel like mm. you'd missed any time at all? Or yes, yes. In Chicago, yeah. Well, I mean, we had to dust it off for a minute, but yeah. we had three days of rehearsal booked, and on the yeah. third day, we were all like, "Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, do you know? Yeah, day three, we packed up early. Yeah, it, it, we're it, all professionals. It we, came back quick. Nice. Yeah, it was good. And we had a nice steak dinner. Ooh. We sat down. The show was insane. The, yeah, the uh, concert Riot was Fest last year yeah, was insane. Yeah, nice. So obviously we're looking forward to hopefully some of the same energy here at Slam Dunk with this crowd oh, being yeah. so massive. I'm sure you know. it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're pumped. I've heard a lot of people are super, super excited yeah, for course, it. So of course. it's gonna be fucking brilliant. Well, I how think. did um how did the conversations really begin about you guys doing this again? Because when you uh, ended it last time it really felt like that could be possibly like it you know you did a whole album really focusing on saying goodbye and, yeah, and you're not wrong <laughs> making the most out of it like was it just time needed off or was it like any conversations that came up and be like oh no actually maybe we should you know, do this again and, and give it another go so we're we're adults and we have families and we're trying to make a living playing music and when you get a phone call from Live Nation and they say Hey, well, you, actually, before Live Nation, it was, was Riot before Fest, that. It was Riot before Fest, that. Chicago, the show in Chicago, rang and said, "We'd like to offer you this to play this one show." <laughs> the conversation started. Um, but, but I think, I mean, if, if it wasn't us and it was anybody else, and it was like, "Hey, guys, this is what you get to do for your living, and it doesn't cover your life expenses." A, no one really would choose to do that and it got you mean like, at the end it got to be when such like a burden broke up because yeah. it's not just about the money I think it, it, it it's combined with a demand that we have still been getting from our fans it combines with this opportunity that someone saw value in celebrating 20 years of our of our band and I think both of us put money down that said that that wasn't ever going to happen. Mm. I never like I, I had a full on high level corporate job, and I recently left that job. I was well supported. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> to have you know embark on my other job. But it started a real conversation about what it looks like for us for 2023, maybe 24. Some exciting things on the horizon, and I think that is the biggest part of the conversation. I'm still. Uh, pretty much in disbelief. Yeah. I mean, uh, I. Oh yeah. I was not prepared, yeah. like mentally. To I mean, it's <laughs> been a long road back in a good way. Yeah, I, you're I, like in a different place in your life, right? But I had moved right? on. I had moved yeah. on. You know, I mean, when we when we decided we, it was over, there was no. 
there was no uh, marketing like ploy to our breakup. It was yeah, yeah. There, there were a lot of factors at play, and we really decided. So, you know, you you go through that, and you sort of mourn that loss, and you move on, and you try to figure out what you're going to do next with your life. So when these phone calls started coming in, it was just surreal. I mean, and to have the opportunities we have. They're they're just big. They're just bigger and more insane than anything we've ever done as a band. The venues we're playing, uh, the the amount of tickets that are moving. All it's so surreal, man. So I think having having that positive energy around what's happening made it really easy for us all to walk back in, put the yellow card, you know, shoes back on, and start working together again. Because I mean. For lack of a better way to say, it, it's like right now we just we don't have like an uphill battle. We're, mm. we're we have we're so lucky that that the timing worked out the way it did. For as Sean mentioned, this is the 20th anniversary of Ocean Avenue, and people are really excited about that. And it just gave us a platform to launch off of that is I don't know higher up the, the ladder than we've ever been before. And so uh, I think we're we're pretty much only operating on like excitement yeah. right now. You know. Nice. How do you feel about it? <laughs> Has anything recently happened in your life that you're like, ah? Um, no, not really, I don't think. No, okay. no not really. He's, he, he's excited about Yellow Card getting back yeah, together. Yeah, you're excited. No, oh, yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. excited That's about Yellow Card. That's not what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are you, are you playing about. music again? I am, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am, yeah. Um, Multiple platforms. Yeah, so yeah, I started uh, when the blackout quit. I realized I couldn't tattoo or c- or be a barber like every other front man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what other jobs left? Hands are too shaky yeah. from the abuse. What, what others left? What other job is left? Yes, talking shit hey, on a let's podcast. Swing, swing this thing around. So then I started another band. Um, yeah, and uh, it did that for a few years, and now the blackout is back for doing download festival yes. this year so very fun very fun yeah oh yeah but um yeah. we played yeah. opposite motley crew when we did download fest oh wow. we were very nervous about that but then it very was, nervous it was a, such a ripper surprising <laughs> surprisingly uh, did you get surprisingly they were they were different uh different audiences um we didn't the, meet the them at download we met them met them at another show on that yes, run on the run yeah um josh portman our bassist is uh, I, w- I would I think I can speak for him that Molly Crew is, is his favorite band of yeah, all yeah. time outspoken about that yeah so he had uh, he knew we were playing the shows with them and had um, whichever it was either the dirt I think it was probably the dirt it was either that or heroin diaries but either way catering went over to Nikki Six to be like hey man could you sign that? And Nikki Six ended up like, sit down, bro. And they just oh, went out and talked forever. I was hoping he was going to go, fuck off. <laughs> no. They Get totally, out of they, Who they, are they totally, <laughs> like, they totally, they totally hung out and bro down and have like, remained in contact on Instagram. That's and stuff. Oh, wow. Super cool. Yeah. That's Insane. nice. Yeah, well, yeah, I think very... we did download, we did a download one year to Motley Crue played as well. And our drummer snores um, he was obsessed with Motley Crue. Our dressing room next to us was Tommy Lee's and all he had in there was carpet everywhere. So like, you know, like a normal shitty festival trailer. Yeah. He had one of those, but he had got his crew to put carpets all over the walls. Yeah. And he had a full DJ setup. <laughs> and he was just DJing in his fucking dressing As room. You do. All As of you the do. backstage. Nobody wanted to hear it. I love it. That's the thing. He was playing like, he was playing like techno-y hard house. <laughs> so we're all like, Bro, this is fucking download. This is Do you strange. like want people to go inside the dressing room while well, he was teaching? Like we watch were... him, or was he just like practicing I or something? Know. I want to know. More, I want to know more about this carpet. <laughs> yeah, I just, sir, yeah. tell me about your like, carpet. Like, they travel with the carpet rolled <laughs> up in, in sea it, crates yeah. all over the world because they, they must... ship their shit over here in sea crates and yeah. stuff. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah they, they imagine... just say, "I want that to go there," and <laughs> yeah. someone does it. You know? But I was sick of festival like dressing rooms. Do you have to be to be like? Get me some fucking carpet on this wall now. This, How long are you this, in that room? This container white is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, fucking mental. You guys, yeah. you guys not going to have any like random requests now for that kind of thing, playing shows? No. We're not, we, we are definitely not that band. <laughs> we, we are We are also watched over by an industry professional, uh, okay. and he goes like this, we're not doing that. <laughs> 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 the last uh, thing shit. we ever did on, a, on like a dressing room rider was we asked for a puppy. 
Oh yeah, like, did they have a had to be yeah, one yeah. year or younger. And yes, sometimes wow. a venue employee. Dude. This is back in like 2004. Yeah, not to keep, but like they were. No, no, just yeah, 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 yeah. Just you fucking owned it. Now I got nine dogs at the ranch back in Texas. <laughs> no, just just to hang out with for the day, and then yeah. so a few times a, a venue employee would bring their pup just rolling around, a little serotonin boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should put yeah. that back on the rack. Yeah. yeah. Are you the story of Justin Hawkins from the Darkness once was playing one of the first Darkness gigs in New York, and one of the runners said to him what you want I can get you anything and he said a donkey <laughs> and they brought a donkey to the gig yeah. just in a club show at New that York that can't be legal in Manhattan it can't no. be no. it can't be farm animals in Manhattan that's yeah. there's surely not it's gotta be a permit you, know, you have to have you a gotta do like, it for the darkness <laughs> for the da- yeah. you believe he also said he could do anything <laughs> <laughs> what are you you anything. gotta do it anything he uh-huh. like goes to city hall and gets a yeah. farm animal permit yeah <laughs> waiting in line the whole thing yeah, yeah, the whole as, a, as a sponsor I'm just a sponsor <laughs> yeah. yeah so like that's gonna temporary. take gonna fill that out in I need that's gonna take two weeks no 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 you don't understand <laughs> who do I gotta talk to it is full darkness I gotta grease outfit in the full darkness you're not gonna believe this but I know the judge hee haw hee haw motherfucker I need this donkey right now oh god yeah, well, yeah it was far back enough I'd imagine it was probably probably like someone like Rudy Giuliani was probably in charge yeah, at the time yeah, so yeah. maybe a donkey was quite That's easy right. to get yeah, yeah they had one they had probably, extra one Rudy's Andy. got one laying about yeah. I bet. hey let me borrow yours Rudy <laughs> Rudy, Poor stop, Rudy. Yeah, stop f- filming your own sex shows and lend me that fucking donkey, <laughs> for God's sake. But I'm sure you guys can attest to this, is when like a reunion like this happens and it's so natural and you, it's not at the forefront of your mind, just not something you're planning behind the scenes. It kind of feels a lot more refreshing, just the little things that maybe had you jaded back in you're the day. You're smart. I know what you're doing. Well, you're leading us into our new music. <laughs> is that what Were you? Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to get there eventually. Yes, no, no, you did it right now. I'm, I'm proud of you. S- <laughs> no, 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 but, but you, no, you should just go. <laughs> like, this is what they were going to no, ask, I'd but, imagine. But, but you're right, and, I, and I, I wanted to have fun with it, but the, the reality is, like, it, it felt organic. Hmm. It felt like a real opportunity. All of us individually agreed that hey this is something special and we want to make something real out of it we there is a time element we don't know how long we get this opportunity for but i think i think when you're younger you, you forget about that you're like ah oh, i'm gonna do this forever and we're gonna ride this out but we've already seen the end and so now we know that every minute is special yeah, and it's so like, it's cheesy but it's like the whole it, it, it is like live you know live like there's no tomorrow is mm. the vibe for the band right now yeah. it's like every single phone call that comes in with like a new thing i think in the past we would we'd, we would need to know like where that's going to take us and where yeah now we're just like fuck yeah okay let's go you know um and we well, never or really we talk about this or we talk about music we're like we just we want it to be fun we want it to feel like yellow card and that is bleeding into like every part of it and i i, I mean I think we just like used to hold on to it with like this white yeah. knuckle grip, you know? Yeah. And I think now if we feel it kind of backsliding ever again, we'll be so much more at peace to just be like, dude, that was so sick that we got to do that again, yeah. you know, and we'll go from there. But it's like, yeah, I, I think we really, we got to a point in our career where we felt like we were just always chasing and we were always trying to mm. get back to something instead of just living in the present moment. And now we're, we're just that's what we're doing now it's just yeah, and, and we're just right here right it. now yeah. and, and not at a fault but, but it was just it was so important right and then we felt like we were losing and we didn't want to feel like that anymore and so now it doesn't feel like that and and, and genuinely this is like a like a huge win so yeah. special yeah well as a fan that's so nice to hear because you know you just you want these artists to enjoy yourselves and the fact that like you're going back out there you're celebrating albums that really mean a lot to people as well it's just yeah it must just be nice to, to reciprocate that feeling in, in a lot of ways yeah it's yeah. insane yeah it's, it's, it's a good feeling <laughs> it feels so good we're doing the summer tour in the, in the United States and uh, they are in some cities by triple the biggest venues we've ever played wow and the tours like coming up on hey, tell them about the little hometown with the that is attached to the football stadium well they put us in so so they put us in all these amphitheaters we've never played these venues sometimes and i mean like back in 2004 
so sometimes maybe we would do two nights at a house of blues back then and sell them both out or whatever we never we did that's big time which is big time we it's played time. we played a couple we did the remember we did a show at mesa amphitheater in arizona there were a couple but it wasn't this is ev- literally every venue is a amphitheater with seats and a lawn awesome. and a, we're carrying three video walls we have semi trucks i mean nice just out of this world for us and um so you can't tell how old we are and they just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little razzle let dazzle. the lights do little the razzle dazzle let the lights do the work um <laughs> they they put us in this venue in our hometown in jacksonville and it's big it's really big and we uh, we were like you know before the tickets all started selling we were like what he's trying to no, say no, is no, we no. were shitting the pants we were so scared we were we were scared and the first three days on sale were like um, email list, you know, like fan club email list, whatever you want to call it. You had to be on a list to get a code. And the Jacksonville show sold so fast on that pre-sale that they decided to add a second show. Yeah, wow. it ended up selling. First show sold out, and they added the it second was the one. First show to sell out, and we're like twenty percent away from selling the second one out. And so that's just like a gauge of yeah. how gnarly wow. this is. I don't is. even know that many people in my hometown. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I'm like, neither of us have lived. I live there now again for the yeah. first time in 25 years. But my pa- my parents are still there. We've been gone since 99, 2000. We haven't lived there. so But um, we still love that place in our hearts. But it's just but crazy. It just, it's just, it's, it's, it's the wild. shows it are wild. just wild, wild, wild. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think we've covered it, but it's just like, if one of the shows only had a hundred people come, I don't think we would care. Yeah. Nice. I really don't. Nice. You know, that's not happening. Yeah. And yeah. we're super pumped. Yeah. But the fact that it's like as far in the opposite direction of that as it can be, and we're like selling out these amphitheaters in in a lot of the cities, it's uh it's an overwhelming thing. And we it's like again, just okay, cool. If we get to do it again next year, fuck yeah. And if we don't, then we got this. We did we got to do this. Yeah. You know? So I is there any is there an inkling for any new music or are you thinking about writing or is it just going to be kind of nostalgia for you? Tell them something. Tell them something. We have a single out May 31st and an EP dropping July Woo! 7th. Surprise! <laughs> yeah! Surprise! Nice! So we only had time to do five songs just because we all live in different cities and we didn't know. I mean, kind of to everything we, we've we been talking know. about. We didn't We thought it would be like... We didn't know uh, how long this is going to go or what it's going to turn into, so... Uh, we felt like just dipping our toes back in the water with an EP would be the right move. And I think that was a good idea because it got really, I think all five songs are very unique and also like the best of the best. You know, if they were on an album, the other five would be album tracks kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it was it was super fun and we're all really pumped on the direction of the music. Um, the music video we made for the single, the single's called Childhood Eyes. EP is titled Childhood Eyes as well, but uh, the music video is super fun. Um, I think it's the coolest visual we've made since 2006 um, when we had that Capitol Records video money, you know? Um, (laughs) That money is different. We don't have that anymore. It's different money. But we had a super talented director named Jordan Phoenix um, wrote the treatment and just did an insane job with a little bit of money and made an amazing video. Same guy did the the story of the year videos. For all their, yeah, all their new... videos for their new record. I don't know if you've seen the video for War, but it's super fun. So that was kind of what turned us on to, to working with him. But anyways, uh, so I think, you know, we're going to get the CP out and uh, it's probably, there's probably an open door now for maybe, yeah. maybe doing some more stuff. Writing we don't some have more. anything on the calendar yet, but, but I mean, I think we're all July seventh. Hopefully, there'll be a circle on someone's calendar. Yeah. The whole shebang is going to release uh, May thirty first. We got the new song, and we're going to do a marathon Twitch or whatever, and it's just like fun yellow card land mm. stuff. Awesome. As a as a songwriting point of view, did you feel like? A weird mindset thinking, oh, this is for a yellow card song again, because like Ryan, obviously you've done live uh, like solo EPs and written for other people. Like, was it a kind of a weird mental block, or did it just feel natural again, like going back it back into that? It took me a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, he, he got it. He he got it. He's. It was- I kind of started pre- like prepping myself a little bit before we got together for for pre production and just sort of like put that hat back on. Um, but yeah, I just I've sort of been removed from rock and roll in general for a lot of years now. But honestly, I kind of was before we even made the call to not be a band anymore. I was sort of just in a different place musically for my like personally what I listen to and you know, so being away from the band was just an opportunity for me to like explore and try some new things. 
but when you get us all in a room together, it's it's gonna turn out yellow card, you know. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I I, I say I, I think these five songs, if if there's a way to get fans pumped on this, I will just say paper walls and leave it at that. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. nice. We didn't try for that, <laughs> yeah. but I think when you listen to all five songs, nice. it's it, it's pretty undeniable that it like lives in that paper walls sound. Nice. Mm. I think. Nice, nice. I'd nice. obviously, uh, you're out at the moment celebrating Ocean Avenue, playing the album in full. Yeah. I mean, is there any tracks in particular when you get to do this and, and practice them again and revisit them that you think are maybe underrated on that album or think maybe, oh, that should have been a single I wish we did a music video for? Like, is there any little, no? Or you no, quite? I've always really loved Inside Out. It's like a back half track on, on Ocean Avenue. Um, I've always thought that was just a really cool kind of different um, it's kind of mid-tempo. It doesn't. It's not like super aggressive and fast. And um, at that time that we were writing all that really fast kind of pop punk stuff, um, I don't know. I felt like that song was a little ahead of its time, and I've always always loved it. We opened our tour in 2004, like our big massive Ocean Avenue tour with that song. Which I look back on that, and I'm always like, why what? did why did we do that? <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It, the whole crowd would just kind of bounce to the to it. It's got that rhythm to it where you just want to get off your feet and. Um, so yeah, I really like playing that song. And, and then that's a sleeper. I think back home, the the closer on the record, it just has some third eye blind vibes and some like you know when you're 20 or now when we're re- revisiting it, it's like oh man, this is this is a nice spot for us. But that record was well saturated and and so well loved in our catalog that every song has kind of had up had its own like spotlight a little bit. Um, and so it's it's nice to kind of just revisit. And run, kind of were, r- just run it down. There were talks of uh, of going with a fourth single back then and doing a full blown. You know, we were on Capitol at the time, so it was a massive operation. Um, still wild to me that that was <laughs> that our garage band was on Capitol Records. But um, they were, empty apartment was was up for being yeah. the fourth single, and at the at at kind of zero hour, um, they we. It was a very collaborative thing for being on a major label. It really was. We, we never felt like taken advantage of or being told what to do. Or I mean, it was really cool. The, the team we had in A&R that worked with us was really great guys. But they were just like, you know, what? let's not let's not over let's not overdo it. You know, you're you're on the top of the mountain right now. Like we don't need to. Uh, Sean just said like use the word saturated. Like we don't want to oversaturate the market with the band. And so we ended up not doing that. But we were close to doing a fourth single, which wow. was so nuts to think about. We toured for 19 months on that record. <laughs> wow. With no, we took one break in the summer of before for three weeks. We rented a beach house in Jacksonville and just decompressed before we started Warp Tour. And then we went Warp Tour on through and we, it was started in 03. So wow. we went for 19. We would have gone for another... If the single hit, we would have gone months, for another six months or eight or. months or something. Jeez. I mean, there was so a time like, in 2004, <laughs> I, I, I shared a house with my best friends. I was only slept in my bed, I think it was like 26 days. Wow. The whole year. Wow. Yeah, it was wild then. Yeah. yeah. 2003 and four were wild. <laughs> yeah, looking back at it now, you could have Airbnb'd your room. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. like, yeah, no. Nowadays. Nowadays. Well, I had a bunk bed, so I really... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That would make yeah. sure they... <laughs> hey. well, too far. Two people could have rented it out. Well, yeah, no, yeah, but he's on the top bunk, but there's uh, somebody under. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. He didn't have it for himself. Make, make sure course, my roommate yeah, yeah. was good. Someone <laughs> rocking him to sleep every night. <laughs> squeak it, squeak it. But yeah, like, we, yeah, we've talked about, um, like, about yourself uh, writing songs and uh, writing songs for other people at the time. But uh, yeah, what have you done, Sean, in the, in the um, gap of uh, Yellow Card? What have you been up to? I family golf. Family and golf. Um, yeah, I mean, I've written on the side, and it's like starting a new band. And with the young Mackins, um, I just I signed up to be a starving musician, and then we were no longer starving. And then I have a family, and they did not sign up to be starving. So yeah. you kept it real though with that bunk bed. I did. I did. I was uh, still it. I was still to, got it to this day. Yeah, he and his wife roots. still sleep in bunk beds. To <laughs> the roots. Yeah, she won't let, talk to me anymore. Um, <laughs> No, I just, uh, I str- you know, settled into being a, a support system for the family and I uh, want to be the, the best dad I could be. And my wife lets me out to play golf so I don't uh, hit anyone else. So that's good. And uh, yeah, just I've been a responsible young lad, work six days a week to, I had a, an awful fear of 
not being able to support my family. And my parents split up when I was super young and I didn't want to pass any additional emotional baggage onto them. So uh, my daughter's now eight, almost nine, and she's the star. She's an all, all-star softball player. Nice. And I, you know, we're at the ball fields like four days a week. And so I cannot be a degenerate in front of all those people. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, can I stay at home? And they're like, no, it's probably not good that you drink at home alone. So <laughs> she brings me out in public. Nice. Was it a period after the um, after the split? Like how long after did either of you go to play music? Was there was there a window of you like, that's it, I'm not touching music, I'm not touching the violin, I'm not playing guitar or... I mean, I had, I, I mean, I had like depression, anger, you know, like um, even though we had arrived at that decision for for so long, but like I, I love our band. I play violin. I, I never am. I'm not supposed to be on this couch here with you. Right. I, I, there's no other violinist here. Right. So I, I, I love that opportunity that we had. And I tried to digest the fact that, hey, this is now not part of our life. And so I think I took like two, three months off and then I went right back. I got a job and I was just a normal American working man. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Drink that in. I was out, I think I was <laughs> out on that. the road. Our last show was March of 17. I was in Europe playing shows on my own in the fall in like October, November of that of 17. Um, no idea what I was doing yet. I was I, I was like doing like ambient covers of yellow card songs. I didn't have any original music yet, but you know, I just, I don't know. I, it's been exhausting. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I, I have, bet. Uh, not that everything you just said wasn't also exhausting, <laughs> but it's certainly, I know it is, but to just keeping the music hustle alive, man, it's been, I'm so grateful to have this back in my life. And, um, you know, as Sean just said, like looking ahead now to providing for my own family and just, it's an absolute game changer after the last seven years. I've had really good years, but I've also had really scary years in, in the gap, as you put it. You know, um, it was either a, a lot of bounty or 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 really hungry yeah. um, as, as music and, and the arts in general can be, you know. Um, but it was important to me to just keep making music. And I'm, I'm glad I did because, you know, it, it I think it helped me. Continuing to perform live throughout the whole time, I think made this uh, stepping back up on stage in Chicago last year in front of fifty thousand people a little a little less stressful. Yeah, it was, because probably, I was, it was probably easier for you than for I, me. I was, I was still like, in what? the r- rhythm of playing shows, you know, even though they were different kinds of shows. And but um, yeah, it was wild, man. That that the whole time, just you know, at one point being back in in a van driving myself uh, all you know to thirty dates across the country and putting on work gloves and humping my gear in the venue and stuff. I mean, <laughs> it had been, you know, we got on a tour bus in 2003. So it, you know, it's been a long time. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it gave me a lot of, it gave me a lot of tools to, to deal with where we are now in, in a really positive way. You nice. Know? Well, we could literally sit here and ask you guys questions all day, but I know you've got to go and prepare for... Uh... Do you have to do the show? <laughs> Fuck the show off. Yes, you're just... you're going to tell them that we're going to... Yeah, I'll do yeah. it. Well, it's up to you. Well, I'll do it. If there's anyone here that could, with the charisma... Let the, me the go flow. on before you. And the flow. Let and me do tell this. the crowd you're not turning up. I'm you kind of excited here. to play the show. It's, oh, it's going to be, 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 awesome. yeah, like, yeah, be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, very, I'm really People forward. are fucking pumped. And when I say pumped, I mean du- fucking du- cannot du- wait. Double pump? Double pump. Double pump. Little double pump. Double pumped. But yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. But before you guys go, I mean, you've talked a lot about the kind of differences, but if you could sum it up, what does this evolution of yellow card or does this chapter of yellow card mean to you guys more than anything uh, before or just the mindset the mindset of it it's it's like it didn't exist so the fact that it does exist it, it's just such a different mindset because it, it just it, it appeared out of thin air this huge opportunity huge it wasn't like let's go play some house of blues shows you know i that that wouldn't have gotten us back in the room together and so it's this huge huge opportunity and and it's beyond it's beyond us and it, yeah it's just i just think there is so much more positive energy in in the band in the fan base all around it 
um, than ever before. I mean, ever all the way back to the beginning. Wow. And, and, and down to like the base fabric of yellow card, I think like he's a hustler, I'm a hustler. And for us to all have the awareness of how special this moment is and to be like, as a, as a combination focus in the same direction, so grateful of the opportunity and, and, and we have the awareness of what this moment is, it's, it's pretty special. Nice. It's very cool. Yes. Awesome. Well, guys, honestly, thank you so much for taking the time. This is an episode I've wanted to do for ages. I really, uh, really appreciate it. I'm so uh, excited for that. Hey, for I the missed set. you. It's all sapping. Tell me more. Oh. Tell me more. Here we go. Oh, yeah. What's sapping? It's, it's, it's all sapping. Yeah. Guys, thank, thank you so you very much. much. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. I love you very much. Thank you. Yes! Fantastic love fest there between myself, Morgan, William Ryan Key, and Sean Mackin of the unbelievable uh, reunited force that is the yellow card. Yes, I'm so buzzing about everything to do with this. Uh, Tried to go and watch this set at Slam Dunk Leeds, but the tent was overflowing so much of people busting to see Ocean Avenue in full. I could only get like a little side view bit in the one to 10 and got to see most of it, but absolutely just love this band, love their songs, love their music and just chuffed we could do this and meet them in person. And I'm really hoping that we can do uh, individual episodes with them both in, in the future and stuff. But it's just a good vibe at the moment for everyone getting back together, reliving this nostalgia and, and celebrating bands and at certain times in people's lives. Uh, Yellow Card have a new EP, Childhood Eyes, coming out on July the 7th, and they're going to be touring all across the United States of America throughout July and August with the stacked tour that includes Mayday Parade, Story of the Year, Amberlin, This Wildlife, and local support. So if you're over there, bloody go to a show, and they're even going to be headlining the Emo's Not Dead Cruise in 2024 so you know mac in ryan if you want put a word in you know some shipmates and all that jazz take us with you oh shit mates yeah oh shit mates yeah we'll yeah we'll be crap <laughs> we'll be crap friends if you want um but we're not we're good friends um somebody tweet at matt kutchell and say you must get something podcast on the emo's not dead cruise and uh, why not also offer it to the black guy? Ooh, there, be nice. Makes sense. It would be it? nice. I mean, well, he's be been lovely. on the podcast before, so he, that invite should be there already. I'm offended that it's not. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a nice break for the boys to get away from kids as well, wouldn't it? For us to go on a. They are children, I mean, not in glass houses, because yeah, that's strange. Let's do it. I would love to go on that bloody cruise. Speaking of um, reunions and everything, though, Sean, it's this week. This is the week of the blackout playing their first show in eight years in Merthyr Tidville on Monday. Yes. You're going to be playing Download Festival next week. We're going to be at Download Festival next week recording stuff for the podcast and doing our own live stage show on the Splitter stage on Saturday, June the 10th. Exciting times, busy times. How are you feeling about it all? I'm excited. Also, um, me and some other members of The Blackout will be DJing Thursday night at District X a download. I don't know if that's a sex club. It sounds like a sex club, <laughs> but by the end of our set, it will definitely hey. be a sex club because we're going to play the songs that are going to get you going. But no, very, very excited. Looking forward to Monday now. Got a couple of surprises. Try and work out and sort. Um, and I have to uh, book vans today. Today, right now, as we record this, I am going to have to book vans for uh, I don't mean the shoes, <laughs> I mean the um, transport method um, for the band. So I better get on that. Yeah, trip. you should really. It's um, it's it's chasing up a little bit, but just to make your life a little bit easier, I know you got surprises to work out. Look, you don't have to ask. It's fine. I'll do the hire of the hero rap. Oh, <laughs> we uh, practiced yeah. it. We've already practiced it. Go on then. Come on, then. Do we know? Kind of over just woke up from blacking out. Yeah, there we are. That's a little preview. No, no, no that's no, a little no, preview. No, no. That Do is a little thing. preview no. of what's to come. So, you know, I'll be up, I'll it's be up, Merth. It's not what to come. If you want me on stage, not not I'm there not, and ready. No, we don't. Nah, nah we're not right. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not right. 
No, sí, no, no, we're all right, but no, we're all right. I'd no. rather, I'd rather not play iron. What? Well, no, nothing. No, not, uh, nothing. No. Ah, oh, we'll see. <laughs> a couple of lads are we having a laugh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't ask again, if you are at Downwards Festival, do come and see us. To do with one of these podcasts live in the flesh, you get to see our faces. Yeah, and do it. How chaotic it all gets and it'll be a good laugh and we've got a special guest maybe to announce before yeah, it it's James so, <laughs> yeah. oh shit they just did <laughs> maybe who knows um, keep an eye at Sapping Pod on Twitter and Instagram for everything to do with Family. that there's no future guests you want on and we just released a special slam dunk bonus podcast which you can go back and listen to that was out earlier uh, in this week as well but without anything else we should really say a massive thank you to anyone for listening and for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin for continue to make this thing happen each and every week. And without them, we wouldn't be able to go to festivals and record conversations like the one you heard today. Uh, so head over there, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin, support the podcast, get included in this wonderful community. They're all going to different festivals and gigs throughout the year. So come and join them. If you head to the description, there's loads of names there that we do thank, but Sean's going to give a mahoosive shout-out to the elite members of our Sapnin Podcast Patreon community. Those are the names in the top tiers. Thank you very much, Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leeway, Janelle Casson, Paul Hirschfield, Tony Michael, Scarlett Charlton, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Ewing, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Mitch Perry, Tom Owen, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Dana Lasnova, Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Caroline Robinson, Kate Puttock, Louis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, Martina McManus, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Aredia, John and Emma, Emily Perry, M. Evans Roberts, Craig Harris, Evan, Sean Foynes, Khalila Keane, Adam Kingelgoss Parslow, Ollie Amesbury, Joshua Crisp, Alice Wood, Reese Bowling, Cal David Smith, and last by no means least, Connor Lewins and Kimberly Lewins and family. Woo! We appreciate every single person so bloody much. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for letting us do this. Summer is always busy for us. We wouldn't be able to do make any of this possible uh, without you. So we really, really appreciate it. Got some nice surprises coming for the, re- for the next couple of months, so keep an eye out. And we'll be back next week and every Friday with a very special guest, some more laughs and chaos in between. Yes, Tidy. What a mad week coming up. Oh, this time next week could have all gone wrong. Anyway, <laughs> Sapnin! <laughs> Sapnin! It probably will. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.